Welcome to Four Season Podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Courtney. I'm Dami. We are three sisters. We are sisters connected by blood and by marriage. And this podcast is a space we wanted to create as we process what is true for us individually in each season of our lives. Hello everyone, Mary here. Of course, I'm going to do my best to give you a little intro for this episode of Forest Season Podcast. Well, the time has come. The time has come for me to lead a conversation on a topic that feels relevant to my life right now. And let me tell you what, it is quite the topic. Uh, The title is How to Be Your Own Hero, but I must say it might be a little misleading because this episode is in no way a PSA or an instruction guide for you listening on the steps to take to be main character energy in your own narrative. However, it is me looking to my sister saying, y'all, if you got tips and tricks, I need them right now. Tell me how to be the hero in my story because I'm, I'm drowning. And, um, you know what? I have some, I have a lot of things to say to my sisters in this episode and they have a lot to say to me and it might feel a bit heavy. It might feel a bit cringe. It might feel a bit rude and direct and blunt, but we have worked to build a space where we can have that kind of conversation with love and trust and for it to feel safe. So I want to encourage you to endure to the end. I also want to give you the trigger warning that we are talking about things related to sexual assault, abuse, suicidal ideation. So as you listen, please, please take care of yourselves. All right, y'all. Let's just do this thing. You ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. How are you? We here. We is back. We is back in this thing. I'm trying to look and see what episode. I'm trying to go on Instagram to see what episode this is. Episode eight? Wow, really? Is it? No, we ain't no eight. I think this is six. Wait. Damn, are you sure? Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, this is six. Okay, eight. We, we done. I was like, our last one. How did that happen? Oh, this is seven. This is seven, and then that's okay. Okay. Anyways, um, yes, here we are. Are we doing like a round the room? How you doing? Thing. It's been so for people listening. It's been one week from the last episode, but it's been literally a month and some change. No, I think it's been a month since we've recorded. Um. So, yeah, a lot has happened. I think it's been a month. So a lot has happened. Um, but yeah, how are y'all doing? Who wants to go first? Well, Courtney, y'all had a little celebration in y'all house today. We did, y'all. The husband graduated from college today. So we are excited. We celebrated him. So I'm just now really um getting a chance to wind down. But I'm so proud of him. Shout out to you, baby. Proud of you. Oh, what did you guys do to celebrate? Uh, well, <laughs> we just went and got some really good food, mm-hmm. um, some drinks, put the kids down for bed early, and we chilling, we kicking it. Love that. That's why your ankles hot. Oh, dummy! <laughs> I cannot. First of all, I saw them pictures online. 
And I was like, this man really looked. He just really look like how he want to look. That right? I feel like I feel like this version. You know, I'm gonna save it for when for for if he gets the peers in the next one. But I feel like he just looks like himself. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Yes. Mm. It's mm. like, oh man, this looks like Dari. It looks like Dari. When he did the close up, and I saw the <laughs> the girl, I said, "Am I twin?" Uh, so I love that. I love that. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's I'm, dope. I'm, I'm, thank you. I'm proud of him. One one thing about him, he's not gonna change his look for nobody. Like what you see, yeah. you get with him. And I think that's one thing that I'm so attracted to. Like he's not gonna flip the script. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's gonna get his work done, but he's still gonna look like what he looked like. Despite like, yep. I've it's wild to think too that y'all were both. Y'all were both in school. Y'all, you're because you're in school. He was in school, working, kids, and you got a puppy. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh yeah. This, that yeah. was a lot. Yes, y'all lot. made it. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. That that means a lot. Of course, girl. I mean, Dami over there. What is she not doing? Is the question. <laughs> I be thinking about it sometimes when Dami be like, you know, what we should do with a podcast. We should do this, and I'm like, Dami, with what time? <laughs> like. <laughs> With what time? I'd be amazed how time is never, time is never a question for Dami because she could always find it. <laughs> how is that going? Because no, because Courtney was like, because so we're gonna be all of us are hopefully linking up next week, as so we're gonna be in the same spot. And you know, Dami was thinking about things she could do. She's like, can I do this? Can I do that? And I'm like, Dami, when? <laughs> When? When would we do that? I anyway. just asked her what the plan was. She said we're going to chill. I said, okay. Okay. I guess we chill. We get some Christmas lights. What's going on with you? What's not going on with you? Maybe I should ask that. Mm, everything. <laughs> nah, it's, um, what is this? It's the holiday season, so I'm just busy. I am Busy with clients, busy momming, busy wifing, busy, 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 busy. So I'm I'm looking forward to 2023. Um, I What's going like to be different over there? 2023 is just a natural reset for me. I know people don't believe mm. in resolutions, but I do. I was looking back in my journal when I was journeying this morning and looking at, you know, some of the goals I set for the year. And I was just so excited. I was like, oh, my God, I really um. did it. Wow. Because before, you know, when I started Ritty, this year I was like, okay, you know, I just want to see clients on Fridays and at least get two clients. And your girl <laughs> have over 50 clients. And I was just like, wow. Um, so I am really- With Ereti? Yeah. Um, what? How do you even do that? Wait, wait. Just with Ereti, you have 50 clients. Mm-hmm. Wow. Beautiful. Over 50, 50 and counting, 50 and counting. So- I'm busy because um, my case is pretty packed, um, but there's still space. <laughs> and so I'm just trying to make it make sense, make it make sense for me. And I think come January, I'll be able to reset um, with new goals, new vision, and new everything, um, vision for the family. So I'm excited because the future looks bright. Cause I'm like, well, if this is what I thought. I'm, I'm just excited about dreaming bigger. Mm. Um, more so I am doing the most all the time and 
my day starts at five and it ends at 9 p.m. every day, mm-hmm. but it's just temporary. So I'm like, it, it's only up from here. So I'm just excited because the dream blew up. So now I'm like, I'm forced to dream bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting to me. So excited, but tired, but controlled. How are you, <laughs> how are you, um, have you flown with the babies by yourself before? By myself, no. So next Friday, when I go to Coco's in them house, will be my first time flying with both of them. Are you getting um, assistant? No, but you know, I feel like people are really friendly to family with kids, and like mm-hmm. if you're a mom with kids in an airport, everybody's like, oh, you know, okay, bring, don't worry about, it. don't take shoes off, and I have like TSA pre-check, so I feel like people are gonna be really attentive to me because I'm gonna be like with two kids by myself i love that abundance mindset i love that you walk into the world and you yes. think like that i need to do that because i my mind i'm planning for it i'm like mm, let me get ready for this bullshit <laughs> 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 sorry we working on it me and my counselor but no that is i think you're right actually i think that's fair yeah i'm the first one on the plane i'm flying southwest they're pretty great with kids. I could choose my seat first. Mm-hmm. So I it's a short flight. Over. It's a straight flight. Yeah, it's a straight flight. I don't it's know how short. long yeah. I have. So as long as like Sean gets his iPad and I can control Timmy with some snacks, I think it'll be mm-hmm. fine. Give him a little bit of melatonin. They won't know a difference. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, so I'm not, I'm actually not worried about it, but my husband's like worried for me, but I'm like, it's fine. I'm a I feel like it would be kind of, I mean, Sean is like, uh, you never know, but he, but it's like the age where he can understand what's happening though. So he'll oh, be yeah, like, he I'm on the plane. Like, it's, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cute. Um, we are living life. I, um, same old shit nothing's going on with me i'm working i finished the semester um i'm trying to figure out the next year and a half of my life so like i'm in grad school so like i'm like towards this is the beginning what am i trying to say next semester is the beginning of the end of my grad school like stint and so it's like all of my final comps exams and like licensing exams and like all that stuff and so i'm having to think I have to just by the nature of the program think to like mm-hmm. May 2024 mm-hmm. and we ain't even left 2022 yet shit so um that's that but for that to be the biggest thing in my mind I guess that's a blessing mm-hmm. um I got my dog I <laughs> I went with our mom to get a dog this week oh my god hilarious. do you know how many pictures she sends me uh, of this dog there he is she probably only, that you dramatic. she probably only sent you like one or two she sent me four my oh my god that was- <laughs> and she just got it yesterday yeah oh. she's excited I feel like, you know what I say to people? I was I was talking to one of my best friends a while ago, and I was like, shout out to my best friend, Santa, getting her doctorate today, eh? Anyways, um, um, I was talking, I was just saying, you know, I be thinking about my mom as they get older, like, and when you when your life changes and you can't do all the things you used to do, not even because of your own choice, then, like, dang, that must not feel good all the time. You know what I mean? You can't just do everything you want to do. So I feel like this dog is the happiest and most genuinely excited I've seen her be in a long time. In a long time. But y'all pray for that dog because... (laughs) 
I have no idea how long that's gonna last, how long it's gonna go. Right now he's on his best behavior, but dogs get comfortable. And right. that's so they ass. So I was, I, it was funny. <laughs> I'm telling mommy you. Said, I'm on the phone FaceTiming mommy and she wants to show me the dog. And I guess the dog jumps up. Ah, ah, don't do that. Oh yeah, get down. I was like, oh my God. Like I cannot do this. Bless that dog. He's so naturally calm. I've never seen a dog that calm before. It's actually wild. Anyways, but he made it so far. So anyway. Okay, well, glad we're all here. Um, I think this is the part of the podcast where we will do our true or false. So true or false is a little segment in the beginning of the podcast where we pick a topic and it can be something related to pop culture, related to like a societal norm or just like some tradition or something in our lives. And we talk about whether or not it's true or false for us individually right now. So with the holidays upon us, and because I am an instigator and I knew that we all wouldn't agree on this, I thought that we should (laughs) talk about this. True or false, the holidays, holiday seasons, and holidays in general are a hoax. Meaning, it's more so a setup from whomever, whatever, from, from wherever, than it is really about celebrating the actual holiday that is dedicated towards, whether it be Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Fourth of July. That bullshit. Not just like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so true or false? Holidays are a hoax. I feel like Coco wants to start it off because she was already swinging hands earlier. <laughs> you want to go last or first? I go first. I go okay. ahead. I'll set the tone. Definitely a hoax. So I had to like look up the definition for myself. Mm -hmm. Like deception, right? So we, this is the first year that we're not celebrating holidays like full fledged. We didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, We didn't celebrate Independence Day. We did not, we're not celebrating Christmas. We're going to have like a Christmas tree or Christmas decorations or anything like that. Only because we feel like it's, it's not real. You know, I think that society has painted a picture or a certain picture as to how they want us to celebrate and why we celebrate these holidays. For example, you know, Thanksgiving, we celebrate because of the pilgrims in the first supper. And that is not real. We, we, we honor Christopher Columbus and we all know the truth about him, you know, so why are we celebrating this man for <laughs> what he did to our native people, you know, in Christmas, I believe is man-made. I think it's a consumer's holiday. You know, it prices go up. Um, it's it's a recession. Inflation is high. Like it's, and, and, but they still want you to spend for what? So we're just really just coming to terms with what the truth is and teaching our children that you can give whenever you want. You can give thanks whenever you need to. You can um, receive and give gifts all throughout the year. It doesn't have to be necessarily a certain date. You know, you can just do that out of love and out of kindness because that's who you are, not because a holiday tells you you have to. So we're just in the season of being real with ourselves, being real with our kids, um, and not falling in line with what society tells us that we have to do. So yes, holidays are a hoax. And then Independence Day is 4th of July, and I only celebrate that day because it's my birthday. Independent about America. <laughs> um, the only thing we celebrate is Juneteenth. Cause that's real for me. So yeah. <laughs> hey, 
Who, what you, what you, you want to go next down or you want to go last? So are you saying MLK Day is a hoax? I am not saying it is a complete hoax, but I, what I am saying is we do celebrate our leaders who um, paved the way for where we are today. Um, I think we're just like getting out of the, the whole control thing. You know, I think you can celebrate MLK whenever you want to, you know, you can celebrate him throughout the entire month of February for Black History Month. You can celebrate him whenever, you know, we, we do honor his birthday, but I think we're just getting away from society telling us when we have to celebrate and why we celebrate, like go and research for yourself, understand why you really celebrate MLK. What did he really do? You know what I mean? So um, we're just trying to get away from what society tells us that we have to do. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So I guess I have a clarifying question. So when we say hoax, what are we like assinuating? What does that mean? Yeah, what are we like? <laughs> no, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Oh, 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 okay. Like there is a malicious intent to deceive. I think, yeah. Is it like a like is it a hoax? Yeah, in that intent. Like, is it just is it is it made up for someone else's benefit, not your own? That's my thought behind it. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, I kind of like, I don't know if it's like true false for me. I think, okay, are certain holidays created for the benefit of others, be it, you know, retail, um, be it a country or whatever? I think absolutely, yes. Um, I think especially with what's happening in history today where they're removing parts of the American history from school books because they want to be able to present this picture perfect um, history of America and not put the bad things in it like that is for a reason so I think hol some her certain holidays are created or certain stories that I grew up learning in school were created to be able to have an image it's all about branding and marketing right mm -hmm. um, for America um, but mm -hmm. I, I I like not having to work on certain days I ain't gonna lie so it's just like mm. I, while I don't believe in the you know, story of what they talk about the pilgrims and they sat down and they ate the turkey or whatever. I kind of like not working. And there's a collective time where um, there's a dedicated time where I know I will be able to see certain people at the same time. I think it takes the effort out of having to plan certain family time. If I wanted to spend time with my family, even though I spend Thanksgiving alone um, or whatever around, like it, it is a time that I anticipate for a break as it relates to way in which I work and operate. Um, I think with the other ones or like Valentine's, MLK, um, what else, 4th of July, these other bigger holidays, even like school holidays, because I used to work in education for a very long time. I'd be looking forward to them because you'd be tired. So for me, I'm like, I, I kind of don't care. I just need a break. So it makes sense with um, my lifestyle at that moment at their time. So I don't know if I'm allowed to go either or on it. No, true one or the other, girl. This true or false. Is holidays made up? True or false, Diamond. I can't answer it because I think about holidays like MLK. Like, so you leaning more towards false. You leaning more towards false because you feel like there's benefit for you. Yeah, there Essentially. is. Essentially, that's fine. That's your truth, baby girl. 
but is it deception? I don't know. I don't know. My truth is in the middle. I feel like hmm. there's no black Well, no, that's no fun. So I'm going to push it to one side with you pause. Okay. No, but I hear what you're saying. Listen, I got to keep it spicy and I do it one time for the one time. True. <laughs> True as hell. But you know what? I feel like I'm a rebel. So yeah, I'm gonna still celebrate sometimes because I feel like buying America's is a consumer. We we thrive off capitalism, we thrive off consumerism. So yeah, the holidays are focused around, I think, the way in which we utilize holidays is more about uh what we can get and how we can spend and what people can get out of us. That's what it's like always about, right? But you know, at the end of the day, I feel like the reason what Diamond was saying, Diamond, what you were saying about like wanting to, but you know, it's a time off, so whatever. I feel like that's how the people who push Black Friday three weeks before the Friday after Thanksgiving, they're thinking that we're thinking that because we are so overworked in America. <laughs> this is a different tangent. We're so overworked and we're not used to getting time off where other places in the world do not understand our, the way that we slave in America. Um, so then it's like, yeah, I guess I'll just like be happy with my like two days for Christmas. What? Two days over Christmas break? I mean, I'm gonna take them two days. I got more than two days. Let me not be funny. But uh, I just feel like what? So I do feel like holidays are, I think that, but it's, I think for me, I have been like, okay, with Thanksgiving, for example, I don't really understand why I'm celebrating this. Um, For like 4th of July, this feels weird for me. So I don't do that. Um, for Christmas, I feel like there's something there, like the idea of Advent and all that. I feel like there's something there for me. There's something in that practice that benefits me. So I take what I can get out of it. Like, I feel like that's fine. I feel like, um, yeah, like, I feel like it's fine, but I feel like it, maybe I'm more allowed with, with Coco, where it's like, I just choose what serves me best and I don't really need permission. I don't, and I just make it whatever I need to make it. I think there's something helpful if I were to have kids to, understand the discipline of like celebration and tradition I think that's really good so I think that I would want to hold on to that in some kind of way but I don't think that I would like want to control the narrative for my life like I don't have Christmas decorations and I was thinking about going and buying some for what I literally am in this house by myself I don't care about that and so it's just like it's just a mindset thing I feel like so you know I do think that personally I do think Jesus lived he came as a little baby and he was in that manger somewhere. So for me, yeah, Christmas, I feel like, yeah, I want to celebrate. But I feel like I can celebrate the arrival of Jesus at any time, kind of like Courtney was saying, and I don't have to buy a Christmas tree. And I feel like the fact that I think I have to do that is why it's a hoax. <laughs> so <laughs> this day on it. Any other thoughts? Not the manger somewhere. I mean, it's somewhere, because I don't know. She said somewhere, girl. That thing. <laughs> They had him in the stables with the, the farm. Pretty memorial in Atlanta. In the NICU. Wrapped him up in the Lord. <laughs> Lord. Okay. That got me. Um, this was good. This was helpful to me. I 100% transparency because now's the time we transition into our topic and this is kind of the end of with the way that we planned out this this 
season, uh, this set of episodes was that um, towards the end, each of us would lead a conversation about something that's important to us. And I positioned myself to go last. And I love that for me, except for now I have to do it and I don't love it for me. <laughs> because when it's because so much has changed from when we were planning this. That was earlier. Well, yeah, when did we start talking about this? Early this year, right? I feel like, like in August. No, I feel like it was before that, wasn't it? Oh. Because I came to your house over my birthday. So like okay. June, July, and I remember us sending a video to Courtney talking nonsense. And then Courtney was like, actually, we could do it for real. So Courtney was the yeah. one who upset this thing. I keep thinking why I did a whole podcast. Wow. <laughs> and so we've spent, you know, a while, you know, whatever. And so um, I feel like now... I, and when I thought about when we were talking about what we wanted, what I would talk about, um, I was thinking, I was choosing a topic based off of where I was. So it was like, how do you, I think it was like building, building solo. It was something mm -hmm. about talking about sing, being single and building a career and like steps to kind of have a full meaningful life as a single person, not waiting for the next chapter, but living in this chapter kind of thing is what I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to like investigate y'all's life of singleness and transition. I thought it would be so interesting for all the single babies out there. But let me tell you what, that topic can kiss my ass. I do not want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So this is what it is to all the listeners out in the world. Um, about two months ago, it was, it was some time ago. Let me rewind. <clears throat> so for everybody listening, there was an episode, the last episode that came out, there was a part where I was like sharing with Courtney what was going on in my personal life. And so in the last, in the second half of this year, I had a really wild event that I feel like kind of, you know how sometimes things happen in your life and there is a before this thing happened and after this thing happened, you can't think about your life. It's like COVID, for example. Like COVID happened, and now we will always mark time by like before COVID. Do you know what I mean? It's like trying to remember before COVID is weird, before COVID ever happened or existed. And so I feel like this kind of the same thing <clears throat> in the second half of the year, I was assaulted. And I feel like I it completely that's why like me talking about oh my career it's like girl get out like that matters to me but I think the basics have been essential to me in the last several months the basics of eating <laughs> eating sleeping paying bills going to work um you know things like that keeping my dog keep I told Dara the other day he said how you doing nigga I said I'm just keeping food on the table and kibble in the bowl. And he said, all right. He be so, he be hyping me up for no reason. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> so, so I'm just trying to do that. But anyways, the, this is what happened. This conversation is, I think I was so hard for me to have this conversation. This is a long introduction, damn. It was so hard for me to have this conversation with y'all because I was feeling like I needed to be something resourceful for other people. Like, how do we make this good for other people? And I can't do that with this because this ain't for other people. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to y'all. I need y'all to talk to me tonight. That's what I need. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So this is the topic of this, of the, the title of the episode, we decided on this long time ago, it was Becoming Your Own Hero. And I love and I hate that topic. I mean, that name at the same time. And this is why. So what's about to happen is me and Dami are going to fight. And Courtney is going to referee. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney's going to referee. I'm going to be like, this this is what happened. Courtney, don't you think that's crazy? And you're going to take my side. Okay. No, so her face though. Look at her face. <laughs> she looking like, oh god. Okay, so this is what happened, and this is how the name came up. Dami, do you remember where this name becoming your own hero? Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I'm looking at the notes section of my phone. Because oftentimes when we be talking, I take notes. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it because I was looking. I'm planning a Christmas party for tomorrow, and I was like, oh, hmm, I remember this. Yeah, it was, it was November third, twenty twenty-two. She. Oh, so you remember? I do. Oh, read to us it's what you here. put in the notes. My notes, the specific part you asked about, but all my notes. <laughs> read the specific part. You are your own hero. That's legit what I wrote. <sighs> Let me tell you what she really said, Courtney. <clears throat> so I'm over here. Let me set the scene. It's 9 a.m. <laughs> Dami has a busy day, as always. She gave me a time slot. I'm ready to, to work it. She said, look, we got from 9 to 10. From 9 to 9.30, I talk without breathing. I kept talking. I was just talking, talking, talking. Dami's like, mm-hmm, yes, right. I'm thinking at the end of this conversation with Dami, I'm about to get what I want, validation comfort wipe a couple tears pat my back that's what i'm look thinking i'm like your life is so hard like oh my god and like i gotta pay my own bills and like i gotta do all this stuff by myself and i'm tired and i'm frustrated and then and dami i want you to know what she said to me she said you sound like my oldest child when he haven't taken a nap that is what she's recording face that is what she flat out both they said to me she said mary no one is coming to save you you have to save yourself she said i can't do it mary i can't come i got two kids i can't come to houston i can't i mean austin i I tried to do the math the math is not adding up no one's coming to save you you got to save yourself i'm gonna pause right there courtney (laughs) courtney what is your response to this uh to that exchange just if i look at her face like (laughs) how would you have responded to that okay so you guys know i'm a cancer Mm -hmm. me too my first approach is very nurturing you know Mm -hmm. i want you to feel like i hear you i understand i feel you i want to comfort you i want to hug you but then i have Mm -hmm. to be honest with you and i have to jump to dami what are you an aries I was literally just thinking that. I don't know your sign. Do you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's April, right? Aries are very straightforward, very mm. blunt, very mm. cutthroat, gonna tell you what it is, despite of, like, they dismiss the nurturing part because they just want you to get it out of love. And then I will have to jump to that part and say she's she's correct. <laughs> but I'm gonna soften it up. I'm gonna soften it up for you because I know that it, it's hard to hear, especially in the moment of being emotional. But I think that out of love, she told you the truth and what you needed. Mm-hmm. To. 
and I would I would I would have to support her and in, in her response. Okay, so before I say anything, Dami, I want you to get have a chance to say where you were coming from when you said that. Yeah, I think you were spiraling, right? I'm just thinking like from a psychological place and standpoint, you were definitely spiraling. You were not thinking logically um, at all and you weren't grounded. Mm -hmm. So I needed to ground you real quick, right? And oftentimes when we have conversations, not only is it quick, but you're you're kind of like, okay, what you need? What you, what, what, it's, it's, it's very rushed. I don't have a whole mm -hmm. lot of time mm -hmm. to soften nothing. So mm -hmm. I legit, like, I, I, I'm not kidding. I go down my list. Okay, you said this, this is this. So I'm going down the list just to make sure I get everything that is legit a list of like 30 things that I wanted to mention and say after um, you spoke. So I needed to just ground you as quick as I could. Can you send me that list right now? Okay, sure, sure, sure. I'll, I just want to see what else I want to chat. What else I want to get off my chest. Okay, this is the thing. I know, I want to say something right now. I know that Dami did a wake up that morning and be like, I'm about to ruin Mary's day. Like, that's not her intention. And I know that, and I know that what she said was like true. Like, even her reasoning was true. And that I did need that. And the position that sometimes I put Dami in is that she's the only person that I will talk to in the way that I talk to her. So she's getting a version of me that I don't think anybody else in the world really gets mm -hmm. because I'm fine with saying stuff to Dami that's kind of rude or like <laughs> childish or whatever, because we already had real fights. So this is nothing <laughs> like we've been doing this our whole lives. So I get that the response is equally, she, I'm not her client. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm her sister. So it's, 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 it's equally like, listen, Mary. I will say also that what I couldn't hear at that time was that Dami was like trying to tell me, I've been thinking of you. I've been, she, so she, what she, so I called Dami. So the, the day that the morning after I was assaulted, I called Dami. She was the first person I called that morning. And I started telling her the story. She's like, you, you good? And because I, I guess I just sounded weird. Do you remember that morning, Dami? Yeah, I think so. Because we was about to get ready to go to on vacation. Yes. And so she was just like, mm, you sound a little off. So I'm like, yeah. And I slowly started telling her the story. And in her true LPC nature, she remained neutral, calm. She created an action plan. She talked to me to all the things. What are we doing now? Okay. What do you need right now? Okay. Da, da, da. And then more things happened in the course of that week that added on to what happened. So like at the end or like within a week's time, no, this had been like several, maybe three or four weeks since I, that day that I called her after the assault. She, um, she's been hearing bits and pieces along the way. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So she's been hearing bits and pieces along the way. She's been checking in on me. She's been up to date with things. I've been like touch and go. So I feel like this is coming from a place of urgency. I think from her of like, we got to get it together because I'm, I could be wrong, but you sound, a, you sound a little concerned. Oh yeah. I told you in that conversation, I was like, man, cause when I was on vacation, like there was more things that kept unfolding. 
Yeah. Right? And it was like back to back. So I was like, man, I felt it in my stomach. Like I felt anxious mm-hmm. about it. Like I felt it in my stomach. I was like, wow. And there's nothing that I can do about it. Right. Because I, I quickly went into like, OK, I can't it ain't, I can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. She has to do it. I guess this is where so this is where I guess I want us to pick up the conversation from. I had to set the scene as well as I could without putting all my business on front street. But I, I want, I feel like we couldn't have this conversation in this episode without me sharing that. And without us kind of having that moment, because this idea of becoming your own hero, I just don't understand. And I need y'all to help me. I really do. I understand that I need to like, I have to take care of me. Even if I were to get a partner someday, I still got to wake up and wash my own ass. Like there are things that I got to do for me, like whatever. But I guess I just want to know, I'm going to ask this question and then y'all can respond. How do we save ourselves in the moment that we need saving? Do you get what I'm saying? Like when, when I need, I felt like at that moment I was drowning, but I was being told swim and I'm like bitch I can't (laughs) I literally cannot but you're like no just swim swim to shore and so I just want to understand that like how do and or let me ask you this how did you save yourself when it felt like you when you were in the middle of feeling like you couldn't I don't know if there's a moment you could think of or like I don't know but I feel like this is what this is the roadblock that me and my therapist get to over and over again. Mm. Cause she'll be like, yep, just go ahead and do them X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay. Like with what energy? Because I can't get out of bed. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just, yeah. Go ahead, Courtney. Okay. Now I'm, I'm a little like scrambled a little yes. bit. Mm-hmm. Moments where I felt like I had to save myself and I I try to think of moments where I didn't involve any other people because it's just me, but that's difficult, you know, because when I think about saving myself, a lot of times my mind goes back to um, where I've been, who I've encountered, what I've seen. So for example, and and when I say this, I'm no better than anybody, you know, I don't want to put that out there. Like I'm, I'm better than these people. Um, but sometimes the path that we take or where we're going or the route that we're taking, I've, for me personally, I've seen it before in other people, like a lot of my family. So a lot of the trauma that I've had and a lot of the um, difficulties and challenges that, I've, that I go through in life, I've seen it in my mom, my grandmother, my aunts, my cousins. And when I'm in that moment of survival, of drowning and I'm tired of swimming my mind takes me to what I what I've what I've known that I've seen in people that have failed or Mm. have drowned and I think about my kids I think about my marriage I think about myself I think about my goals I think about living and where I could be if I didn't drown and sometimes I'm I'm underwater like I'm Mm. tired I'm exhausted I'm treading um, those thoughts of those people are are wearing me down. Sometimes I give up. I feel like giving up, but I think about where I know I can be, um, where I don't want to be, 
um, how I do want to live, you know, because there's been many moments where I came really close to just giving up completely. Mm -hmm. But I think about where would I be or where would my loved ones be without me? Um, I know that there are goals that I want to accomplish in life that I haven't, and that's where I want to be. I give up now. I never reach that. My children will never see that. You know, I will. I will end the end the race where they ended. You know, a lot of my family members who were still struggling and trying to survive, they they passed away in the middle mm-hmm. of drowning. You know, mm-hmm. and that's just not what I want for myself. And and it's it's easier said than done to say keep swimming. I understand. Mm-hmm. Hard, but um, that's what I think about. I think about just being that person who can show my family, show my friends, and kind of just detour the generational curse that I've seen my entire life. I want to be yeah. the different person to to carry the torch across the finish line, not only for my kids, but for myself, because I've never yeah. seen it done before. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I think in your family, a certain person is picked to do something differently. Mm-hmm. I'm the one and, and I want to, you know, I don't feel pressured into being called to be this person. I want to be this person. So that's what I think about. Oh, Courtney. I'm sorry. I'm going to put my phone on mute. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like I was listening to you and I was thinking, yeah, man, like I feel because what I was hearing you say was I draw what, what I don't have. I draw what the, like the motivation I don't have or the energy I don't have. I draw from, you know, my family, like I draw from the fact like my my duty as a mother my duty as a partner like you draw from those and like I can understand that and so I in in trying to translate that I was thinking to myself what does that look like for me um I know that I've lived a life and I'm gonna say this and then you can comment Courtney if you want to but Dami if you want to like have thoughts, you know, after this, but, um, I know that I've lived a life that's been like, I think what's motivated me for a lot of my life has been running from something. I, when we were young, I was running from poverty. When I got to college, I was running from failure. When I got out of there, I was running toward, like, I was running from this idea that I couldn't make it. Like, so I was like trying to build it, like, oh, be successful. I was moving around doing this and this and this. And when those things, so I've always drawn motivation from um, fear, maybe, and just from things that I could no longer draw from anymore. Does that make sense? And so it was like, I was starting over like, okay, if I'm not, if I can't draw from these things anymore, what am I even drawing from? Um, I think when I was really rooted in faith, in like a in a, in a different way than I am now, it was easier for me to cast what I was thinking to this sense of like, this is for a reason. This is leading me somewhere. Like I draw from the reality that like the scripture says that things will work together for my good in the end. God is going to use like there's healing. Jesus has done X, Y, and Z. So like, there was definitely like a way to pat myself, like kind of talk myself off the ledge. And I think there's parts of me that still draw from that, but it doesn't satisfy. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't satisfy. I have new questions that I didn't ask before because it's like, sure, I can 
draw from a sense of like everything is gonna be I'm gonna have to chop this up y'all but I'm just talking this out everything is gonna be we'll work together or I'm heading in a certain direction or there are things that I'm meant to fulfill in in my lifetime and I don't want to waste that but then it's like but what's the point like why is the reality that we just live life the reality is that we live life to suffer but we just work to distract ourselves from that by having a family and by having like this is what my mind is telling me when Dami's telling me save yourself <laughs> like for what to suffer some more like i think it was jarring because when i the timing of this of the assault was right when i moved to austin so i worked so hard i came to texas with nothing I worked really hard to get to a point where I could afford to even live in Austin. Um, it's been like two years to get here. And then right when I get here, this happens. And it's like, damn, no matter how high, because in my mind, again, I'm, my motivation is I'm building, I'm going, I'm like working, I'm, I'm creating something, I'm going after these goals. No matter how hard you, um, no matter how far you go, you can't escape pain. You can't escape suffering. So like, yeah, I'll save myself. And then like, I'll just have to do it again and again. And it's like, I'm tired. And, and so, and I can go days like that and nobody will see me. Cause I ain't got no partner. I got no kids. I got this little dog. This dog will lay on the couch with me. Shit. We'll be here together. Um, so I think, I guess I'm saying, I hear what you're saying, Courtney. And I think that I subscribe to what you said more than I realize, but my mind just tells me like, yeah, but that's not enough. You know, like that's just what it feels like to me. Um, go ahead, Courtney. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. I was, but by, I'm just trying to find the word. So maybe, yeah. maybe Dami can jump in, but okay. what I'm feeling at the moment is, um, like we we really create our own realities. Mm -hmm. You can do that in your mind, but I'm gonna leave that right there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna feed off of what Dami has to say to see if we can align. But go ahead, Dami. If you have something to say, let me let me see what you what you got. You muted. Just kidding. Hi, I'm here. Um, okay, can you repeat that a general question? What do I? How do you save yourself? What is it? What was it? How do we save ourselves when it feels like we need saving? Mm. In the moments when we need saving. Yeah, I think the question that I have to that is like, what is your expectation look like when I'm saving myself? What should it look like, right? I think um, saving yourself does not feel good. It feels like you may still feel like you're drowning even in it. In the beginning of this conversation, you said, you know what's essential to me? The basics. Mm -hmm. so saving myself looks like the basics, right? I, when I was um, in therapy this last round and I just told my mom about being sexually molested by a family member, I was at the lowest. I've never been this low, this depressed ever. I could, I literally could not go on. And there was like a weekend where I left my house. I, I called my mom. I said, I need you to come in here and watch my kids because I cannot be here. And I was extremely suicidal. I booked an Airbnb. I went to go stay there and I couldn't breathe literally i was having panic attacks i'm sitting up in this little airbnb and i'm like i don't think they're gonna find me like mm -hmm. i'm battling my mind battling like my thoughts 
Hey, y'all. I know we all want to know what happened to Dami in that Airbnb that weekend. And I promise you, we will get into it next week, part two of How to Be Your Own Hero. We just had too much to say, and I promise you this is only scratching the surface. So come back next week to hear where this conversation goes. In the meantime, if listening to this episode has prompted some thoughts or feelings in you, please take a moment to be present to that, to process that with people and in spaces that feel safe to you. If you want to ask us any questions or talk to us about anything related to what we share in these episodes, please know you can always reach us at Forest Season Podcast on Instagram, Podcast at gmail.com if you want to have a longer informed conversation. And we are always ready to engage there. All right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. See you next time.